a little bit of confidence and nothing to back it up. <laughs> That's right. Hey, it is Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Race day. And we are here with a race recap from Jeff Galloway's 13.1 in Atlanta. We totally thought we would have way more time to record a podcast over the weekend. <laughs> but but if we were busy, we were working. We have to leave for the airport in two hours. Yes. But it all worked out. So yeah, obviously. It definitely did. If you and didn't know, I'm Naomi. I'm Liz. And we're the Run Galloway Girls. And all weekend, it was amazing because everybody was like, hey, the Run Galloway Girls. Even yes. Jeff is like, it's like, oh, it's the Run Galloway Girls. He yes. loves it. So. Everyone's so on brand. So it's And so speaking of on brand, we have Sarah Marie Design Studio sweatshirts on today. So cute. If you see them on YouTube. These are the lace run sweatshirts in like the new colorway, like the turquoise, teal, dark color. So pretty. It's very, we, very pretty. But we wore some of our new merch mm-hmm. yesterday. And so, yeah, we're slowly going to roll out some merch. Very limited yes. runs, though. We're going to roll out some limited they're handmade. runs. And then we're also going to roll out some direct print mo- uh, runs where they're going to go with a printing partner and you'll be able to get things. So it, it's going to be exciting and it's going to be fun for sure. It's so fun. So race recap. Yeah. We ran the Double G Challenge, which is the 5K on Saturday, followed by the Half Marathon on Sunday. And yesterday was the 5K, Barb's Leprechaun Chase. (laughs) And it was so much fun. It was so much fun. And yes, like the weather this weekend in Atlanta was cold for people. It was so cold. (laughs) Local to this area and people coming up from Florida were pretty pissed about it. It was pretty cold for us though too. Like we haven't had weather this cold all season. All season, yeah. But we were very lucky. We had um, long, like thick long sleeves with us that were kind of like, we thought, oh, if we get hot in them, it's just a 5k. We're only wearing them for the 5k. But we ended up wearing them today for the half as well. Again, Sarah Marie Design Studio, we wore the best running friends. Um, Almost like it's a Instead of a quarter zip, it's like a three quarter zip. Yeah, it's it like great. zips down to your belly button, and it's awesome. It's you can a, like totally vent. It's yeah, great. Yeah, it's really really great. So, um, I think we start with the five k and we move through the weekend. What yeah, so, yeah. So the so the five k and which is nice, like eight o'clock start, which probably great. also the time change makes it makes sense that they would have it at eight, not seven. It's dark it at a seven. Great, great time change. Like great time to start at the eight a.m. Um, relatively small for yeah. 5K, the, although it is maxed out with the number of runners because the course is kind of a small course. Um, the I would say maybe a half mile is outside of Piedmont Park. Right. And the rest of the course is in Piedmont, Piedmont Park that was just so beautiful to it's, run through. It's so beautiful. Like, you wouldn't know this little oasis is in the yeah. middle of, like, a big city. And a net downhill for the 5K because it was the same miles that we ran at the end of the half today, which was a net uphill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll get to that in a bit. Um, but so it was yeah. really, really great. We did the Barb's Leprechaun Chase 5K. We did 30-30s. And we were right about 30 minutes and 40 to 50, yeah, 50 seconds. We probably were a little faster than we talked it up and that we said we were going to take it out as a very easy run. But there's just, sometimes it's just hard to run too slow. Just that slow. Good. And you're within it. Like when it's you're with, a, <laughs> and when you're with a crowd, like when you're in a race, it is hard to like, slow you know, down. yeah, to like take. It, it was definitely yourself. my fault because at the, like I started to feel really good at mile two and was like, I'm gonna let my open my legs open up a little bit. Sorry, girls. Yeah. Keep up. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I felt like because I just I felt good. Like I needed to like work out some kinks personally, and I knew that what we were doing wouldn't hurt anyone. Yeah, no, it was great. It was like a perfect. It was like I know we had our friend Sarah who staying with us, and or we're staying with her. Yeah, we're staying with she her. She booked lucky. the room. Lucky, it's, lucky. She like it's a little fast for her. It's probably closer to marathon pace, but like it was still not too fast for a five k. That's a great thing with a five k. You can kind of do anything. Yeah. You can run with anybody. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It doesn't and like, have to it be. It can just be. It can just be like kind of you know. It can be its own thing. And she actually kept that same pace for her full half marathon today, which is really incredible. Yes, very, very proud of her. So after the 5K, we worked the packet pickup at Fidipides, which is the running store. And it is is the cutest little store ever. And Eric is the manager there. And we are working out a partnership where Ryan Galloway Girls and Fidipides will have some kind of partnership. So we're so excited about this. 
it is coming where you guys are going to get some benefits if you order running gear through Fidipity. Yeah, so we'll get you a discount code or something. We're so excited. And by it's the way, Fidipity, Jeff started this store in 1973. It's the first, it was the, the first, first running specialty, specialty store in America and in the, in the world. But like, yeah, that's a pretty amazing feat. Chef Galloway is responsible for the running boom in America. Like, yes. it really is. And the run, walk, run method, I think we've talked about this before, came about because he was he was saying, like, anybody can run. I can coach anybody. I can coach anybody. And people were showing up with no experience. To the group runs. To the, the group store. runs. And he was like, well, we can't just start with running. So he would start with these run, walk. And he'd noticed that people who started with run, walk after six weeks would have no injuries, whereas, like, traditional runners would have kind of, you know, injuries that kind of creep up after starting a program yeah. about week six. Or so if you're noticing, if you have been running for a while and you have any injuries popping up, swapping even just one of your runs, one of your easy runs for run walk session can really drastically decrease your injury risk profile. Yeah. Swapping out your easy runs. Like if it's just where, okay, I'm going to do my hard runs or my workouts the way that I've always done them, the way that my coach has me doing them. Yeah. But on my easy days, hey, you know, I'm supposed to do 30 minutes. I'm supposed to do 45 or an hour, whatever it is. Why not think about it? Just think about, like, what if you just swapped it out and yeah. did a run walk and just see Absolutely. how that feels. Absolutely. And we love these short intervals, but you, um, Coach Chris Twiggs, says that people are either a Tigger or an Eeyore, which I thought was so cute. <laughs> so perfect. And Tigger is, like, really short intervals and, like, kind of bounce through really fast. And, like, Eeyore is just kind of, like, the little bit longer intervals. And they, they will keep the same pace, though. And we were kind of talking how there might be more Winnie the Pooh profiles in yes. there. Like, there might also be, like, the rabbit. The rabbit is the one who's, like... Regimented. Regimented, super talented, but, like, is afraid to, like, really go for... Really, like, put their guts on the line. Yeah. yeah. And, like, what it kind of equates to, it's, like, with uh, a Tigger versus an Eeyore, like... The the shorter intervals, like it might feel choppy if you don't have that, like if you don't have that natural where you can just like spring from run to walk and get back to your speed as quickly. Right. And so you might feel like, well, it took me that entire 30 seconds or 60 or 90 seconds to get to my run speed and then I have or, to stop again. Or if your natural run speed is like your natural run speed is a 720, like we did a 60-30 two hour. And the two-hour pace group, well, we were 157, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, and the two-hour pace group did a 2 and 30. So their run speed was probably more like 8 flat than our 720. Because, I mean, we walked one-third of the time during this race. Of the total time. Which is yes. crazy to think that we walked one-third of the time and ran sub two hours, which, which is just amazing. Yeah. So that's like 40 minutes of the entire like time, which is insane how, how much walking we were able to do. And so Atlanta was hillier than I thought it was going to be. Atlanta has so um. many hills. So <laughs> we definitely had hills for breakfast. Don't worry with our margaritas. We had tacos for lunch, So, but we had hills for breakfast. It was so hilly. But. Yeah, so ahead. so so hilly. I mean, I should have remembered. Like I talked about it yesterday. Oh, the Piedmont. Like, and you, it and then you literally means yeah. It's French for like foot of the mountains. <laughs> yeah. So we're at the foot of the mountains. We're at the you know yeah. We're at the beginning of the Appalachians. Yeah. And yeah, and it's hard to realize though because this city, like you're in this really hip, fun city. Oh my god, Atlanta's so fun. So fun. And, and we saw none of the fun except all the run. Oh, the run. <laughs> we well, loved it. Fun. The run was but so fun. It's like every other block up and down a hill. But so what was great with the 6030s is that it gave us the ability to do a lot of run through, walk through, whatever yes. we need, course based. Course based. So we did course based, um, course based intervals which is where you kind of take your 60-30. And you can't do it if you're doing a 4 and 30. You yeah. can't do a run-through um, as much because you, you really can't run need to eight minutes. take right, yeah. You really need to take those walk breaks when they're supposed to happen. But with, say, I would say as probably as big as like a 2 and 30, yeah. you could do kind of a course base. So all you do is if you're coming up on a super great downhill you, and your walk beeps, you just push pause. And then you run down to the bottom of the hill and then you take your walk. And then on uphills, if you're coming up and you have a run, 
you can go, oh, I actually banked a walk break. I'm going to take two walk breaks in a row. Or like we did a, we did some because we had 60-30 set where we would do a 45-second run and a 45-second walk, and it would still fall within that time frame. So we were very course-based to get today. And in fact, we had a killer mile in there. Um, mile, yeah, it was this downhill. It was incredible. And it was an 808 at mile 11. Yeah. <laughs> and really, again, it was very course-based. So we were... We, and we're also like conscious, we're not trying to bank, we were never trying to bank time. We had no. set out, we we had done, so two weeks ago we did a 10 miler with yeah. 60 30s, not knowing where that would land us. But we, we thought, thought it would be sub 130. We thought it was doable. We said, okay, if we can do sub 130, that's amazing. It wasn't yeah. like an expectation though. And so then for this race, we kind of put it as an expectation of like, oh yeah, we're gonna do a 60 30 sub two. Which, (laughs) again, like the pace groups and most traditional Galloway runners are running two minutes and 30, which is an awesome, awesome pace. Yeah. So it was like, I was biting my nails over it. It was making me very nervous. (laughs) I knew we could do it. (laughs) I knew we could do it. Like, I I really do. Blind confidence. Blind confidence and nothing concrete to back it up. Just (laughs) just positive, optimistic, blind confidence. Yeah, so when we had like a couple of course base, like we had a couple of 830s in there and we said, that's okay, that gives us... Hey, that gives us like 39 seconds. Yeah. If a mile I, comes up later with a big hill in it, we have lots of time. We get to walk the whole thing. Like I was really thinking, like, of course, I think at one point we had like 60 seconds and I was like, yeah, Naomi, Naomi's like, like, oh, we can run 915s the rest of the way. I was like, or we can run a 10 minute mile, like we're an 11 minute mile. Here I was like wanting to take it all at once. And we, <laughs> like, that's just who I am. I'm yeah. like, I would like that whole recovery mile. <laughs> yeah. And at my, one of the miles we had, we had run out of water. We brought our bottles with us because we just like to carry our bottles. It's, I it's love water. Comfort. There you go. So one of the miles we ended up, you know, we went to the water stop and we, Opened up our bottles and filled up our yeah, bottles. Yeah, we like stopped, and it, it was, was like a full minute. Yeah, and we stood there for a full minute, and we did not lose time. We ended right. up. We walked away from the water stop, and our average pace for that lap was now a ten oh seven. And then somehow, miraculously, by the end of the mile, we were still at like a nine oh seven or whatever it was. Yeah, nine, nine ten. So like. It you know there are you can take breaks you can yeah Nate used well, the potty I Nate, mean a great Nate took a pot pit stop oh that's in amazing his sub two today which that's incredible yeah. so actually in my um, in my BQ at CIM at three thirty two I took a two minute and thirty second potty potty stop it's a lot I had a nine forty five mile in the first three miles like. So you can absolutely, there's plenty of time to take a break in, um, in a half marathon and, and in a full, and in a full, I would say in a 10 miler even, I'd yes. say it's a little, it can be, get a little hairy in the 10 K or in the 5 K. Like right. I definitely dropped out of a 5 K before because I had to use the bathroom. I was like, you don't well, waste, like there minutes. is my time. <laughs> yeah. Like that's minutes. But yeah, you always t- tell me and you always like your mantra is like, we've got We've time. got time. I think I said it out on the course today. I was like, you we've did. got time. We have nothing but time. Yeah, especially early out when we're just not sure. We're like, okay, let's not take us out too fast. Yeah. So this course, this um, Jeff's course here, the, the half marathon starts, and you start with a pretty nice downhill. So, like, you know, you start off running. You've got this big downhill, and you want to be careful, though, that you do not take it out too fast. Take all those downhills out too fast, especially that first downhill in the first mile. That gets me sometimes. Well, and it starts with like this like tiny little downhill and then this uphill and then this nice big great big downhill. Yeah. And so you've got like but you have a positive gain at the end of this race. So this is not for the faint of heart. This is not a race that I would say you should come in spe- like specifically to PR necessarily right. unless your shape your fitness is just like Amazing. Or you're really, really great on hills. If if hills is something you do, if you haven't run a a half marathon in a while, I would say you could probably PR on this course. If, If, let's say, it's been a while since you've run a half and you know that your fitness has improved, you're going to run a good time on this course and it's a great, great race. It is. It's incredible. But it's also a challenge. And so it's a great race to kind of put in like we've done in the middle of a marathon training Mm -hmm. cycle because it's such a good challenge. And hills can help build your aerobic capacity and your strength with less 
like pressure and um, impact on your legs. I th- I want to say it's like sixty yeah. percent less running up a hill than running flat. Now downhill, you're then gonna take that pounding. But in the same vein that this course is super good for training, this course is fantastic for training for a net downhill marathon like we are. Because you can burn out some quads, burn your quads out a little bit. You get to practice those like really steep downhills because it's got some great steep downhills. Yeah. And hills pay the bills. So yeah, like don't be afraid (laughs) of some hills. Like don't be afraid. Again, like again, like there's races where you're thinking, I'm setting out, I want a PR. Okay, I'm gonna go pick a flat course. Yeah. I don't know. Personally, for me, I find I do better on rollers. Yeah. So you need variation in your I course. I do. Like, yeah. so everybody's different. And so maybe for you, it's not about going and finding the flattest course. Or maybe, but this, yeah, this is a, tr- like a know, tricky course, but it's a great. I would say most people don't go out and like run like five or six half marathons a year like we used to. Like, most people do just pick one a cycle. Yeah. And I think this would be a great one for those people to pick. I think this would be gr- a great one to add for those of you who like to do a lot of half marathons or like us, like sticking it in for like as a training race. Yeah. And if you're so. not from Georgia, then you're checking off another state on your list if That's you're hoping right. to get like to your 50 states goal. Plus, let me tell you, there's so much access to Jeff Galloway this race weekend. Yes. It was amazing. So obviously, he's at the 5K. He's at Packet Pickup at the store. He's at the 5K. He, he does, does meet, meet and greets. Um, he's there. He does at talks. The, he does talks. He's there at the finish line. Inside, he, yeah, he did. He does photos. He took. He does, he photos, does photos with everyone. everybody. You can stop That's and take a photo. He he did the countdown for the start this morning, which was oh. so awesome. Hearing him over the loudspeaker after the national and anthem. He's so and he's like, yes. I felt so bad because it was so cold. It was so cold. I'm glad they put him inside. I'm sure on a hot weekend when it's because some weekends it might be 80 in Atlanta. Yeah, I'm sure some of those weekends he's outside of the finish, but like yeah. they had him inside away from the wind, and like yeah, he had you know got a. a not a huge line, but you got a little bit of line, so people are waiting to take their picture with Jeff, which and is so awesome. And while it was cold, it was a great day for PRs. So yes. our friend Nate got his sub too, which is so incredible. Yes. Carissa Galloway got her sub too. I don't know if she's done that before either, but I know she got it today. I that think was it's been a little while. Okay, that was her goal today. And yeah, it was just, it was really, really awesome. So, and they both ran with the pace group. And that's the other thing that's so incredible is the Galloway Pacers here at Jeff's Race. And I think, so this year, the pace groups were about every 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, and we still have to look at the total number. Did we see the total number? 550. It's yeah. a smaller field, so, but the cold, I think, sent some people home. Right. I think there were look, originally 2,000 signed there up. There were a lot of people registered who did not pick up their packets yesterday because we worked the last shift and there were a yeah. lot of bibs at the end of the day. I think people got scared by the cold. So, and with the option to go virtual, that's also really great. So, I think next year we should try to have 4,000 people. Yes. And I bet if we have 4,000 people, I bet we can get pace groups. More pace with groups. Five, with five minutes apart. Yeah. You know, because that would be really incredible because I know that there's a big difference between two hours and 215. Like right. having a 205 and a 210 would be really incredible. Right. Or maybe right split the difference, a 208 pace group. Yeah. You know? And, right. In between 145 and two hours, they could have yeah, another pacer. Yeah, like a 150. Yeah. A 155 and is the, like... It, yeah, yeah, that'd be a great goal. And the pacers, by the way, are amazing. And yes, they're and Galloway incredible. pacers here. So that's really amazing. And like pacers everywhere are incredible. But they... But what's were, so cool is most of the pacers here, at least one of them is a Galloway program leader. And so what that chapter means... Leaders, chapter leaders. Yeah. Chapter leaders. So they, they run a program in their city where you can actually go and run with Galloway people and train together. And so you can look and see if there's a Galloway program in your city that you can join. Um, we will also, we're also going to try to figure out working with Jeff and Weston and all, and Chris Twiggs and everybody to try to set up different ways that people can participate Galloway and not feel like a little Galloway Island by themselves because find people who run it with, can run it with you because that's like half of it. And that's what's so nice about this weekend. Even if you are training alone, if you come to like a Galloway event like this, you get to meet all the other Gallowayers. Yeah. You get to meet all the other Galloways, run, you know, run with them at the at the 5K and the half yeah. and, like, hang out at the after parties and the, and if ex- you're, the pack-a-pick-up. And, and if you're listening and you're not a Galloway runner, don't worry. There were plenty of straight oh, yeah. runners out there. 
And we passed a ton of you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was a but, surprising number. I felt like there, there were, should be more There were a lot of straight runners, yeah. especially up in our pace range. Yeah. But we were like, we were really like picking people off, um, especially like mile five, six, like right before the 10K. Like I was yeah. surprised at how many straight runners we kind of like passed and then didn't see again. Yeah, in that flat zone. Yeah, we got like a new a new group of people around us. Yeah. And then um, like like the guy with the shirt that it was so cute. So like he wasn't like we like passed into this new group and he had the shirt that says I'm a nervous Rex and yeah. it was like the It was a Toy Story from Toy Story, which was so cute. <laughs> yeah, it was a Rothred shirt. It was so yeah. cute. Yeah, so there were there were yeah, a lot of straight runners and then a lot of gallery runners and I felt like and it was just the course was open for like four and a half yes. hours, which was amazing. They had the, the walking division. Yeah. And 5K also had a walking division. And what was so cool, too, they have a relay. And they yes. had, there were definitely some people who did the relay who, where they'd stack their faster runners at the beginning. Yes. And I was like, that is so cool. That's so, so. smart. So, yeah, there you can have a, you know, two people of different abilities, different speeds run together and do the relay. And yeah. that way, you know, and plus, like, I don't know, 6.7 also sounds like a great distance to me yeah. some days. Well, I'm like, I think the relay here. was three or four people. Like, with, oh, okay. So you could do it with I a group or with... multiple stops for the relay. Oh, okay, nice. It was more they than just in. half. Yeah. Nice. Because there was a relay tag inside the park where they only did two and a half, oh. like 2.1 miles. Well, that'd be fun with, like, a family. Like, get yeah. the kids involved yeah. and, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we'll have to get Lila on our running team. <laughs> yes, I know. There's all kinds of plans for Well, next we can year. also tag her in and then just stay with her. I think she's, end. Yeah, I think yeah. she's going to have to do the 5K next year. It's yeah. so fun. And like, and it was family friendly weekend too. They had, so on Saturday, they were making um, green slime because it's cookie decorating. Patties. Yeah, decorate your own cookie. So there's a lot going on for, for the kids too. So it was a great little. There was a lot going on. A great little run, like getaway weekend. Like we did yeah. as a girls' weekend, which was great because we got to like. Well, just I chill. almost, I almost think that like there was a little too much going on at times. I was like, man, this is really jam packed. Yes. Um, it was, it was so much to do. I think if there was a little less to do, maybe we would have been even more rested. We would today. be relaxed and rested. Jeff wouldn't have had to work so hard. He's like, he's literally meeting and greeting and signing books until like the wee oh. hours. And speaking of books, we got a bunch of Jeff's books that we'll be talking about on the podcast. Um, we got the frequently asked questions about the marathon. So we're definitely excited to tackle each one of those. It was a hundred, right? Well, they're also, they're not just like a marathon. They're like training questions. Too. Oh, perfect. So like, oh, I messed up. Like I ran my long run today. What do I do? You know, or I'm going to run my long run a different week and like all the little questions oh, that you might come up. So we'll tackle those questions. And then, so we'll, we'll kind of like go through that whole book <laughs> throughout the podcast. And then we also got running training injuries and how to avoid them. And Jeff inscribed it and he said, I hope you never have to deal with any of these. <laughs> so sweet. Like, mm, it's the best. So sweet. And but I think it's such a good book to have to as a kind of understand the understand like where the injuries are coming from and the physiology behind the injuries and then how to prevent it. And, you know, I was like chatting, I was very into selling running shoes yesterday when we were at the store <laughs> and I was chatting up all the different types of shoes and why people would wear them and, and what they were all about. And in fact, that leads us to Naomi and Sarah both wore brand new shoes today yeah. at the race. So we were, yes, yeah, so we're at Fidipides yesterday for packet pickup. We have to work a few hours and there's like, you know, there's times where there's not people coming in because they all had picked up either Thursday, Friday or Saturday morning Yeah, and it got slow. So we're like, let's go sell shoes. Let's go try yeah. on shoes. And so we were literally like trying on shoes we've never worn. I, Liz was like, try these on. These are the Saucony Endorphin Speed. So that's And the they have a nylon plate nylon instead plate. of a, a carbon fiber plate. And the speed too um, is very similar to the original speed, um, and just it's like it's just a very snappy, responsive shoe. And Sarah got it at a huge discount. Oh my because god! The speed three is out, and Naomi tried she on. She got the them speed for like eighty five bucks or something. Yeah. And so yeah, the speed three, the new one, I tried on. I was like, these feel awesome. They feel like little bouncy trampolines. Even yeah. and again. Kind of excited. That's a nylon plate because I don't want to overdo the carbon. Yeah. And like wear carbon all the time. And so this morning when we got dressed, I like put them on. I was like, these feel good. And I ran in them. And no insoles. I you did not put in my custom insoles. They have arch support in them. Yeah. These, so the endorph the uh, endorphin speeds have like a pretty significant arch built in. 
And I did not, like even putting my insoles actually made it feel flatter and they felt really supportive without my insoles. Yeah. Which so, also made them feel lighter because my insoles make the shoes heavier. Right. And so they're kind of a, a nice bouncy shoe and just really like cushy and built yes. up, but super quick and responsive. They are speedy. Yeah. Just like they say they are. So they're a great shoe for a half marathon. They're a great shoe for... Um, even for 5k, they're just really, really great. There's one more in the endorphin level. Um, and I can't remember the trainer and it's the endorphin. So there's the speed, the pro, the elite, and then the trainer's called the, I can't think of it now. I can't remember Um, either, but that, that one, um, is, does not have any plate in it. No plate. It's it's got a plastic heel. It's very stiff though, too. And so, I mean, like these, you know, the, our run pace, it varied quite a bit depending on where we were. Based on the hills. Oh, do the overlay of the elevation. There you go. But like we, you know, we were doing, you know, a lot of the time our run speed was in the seven. Oh, you can't see it. Seven. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times I'm looking at, and it's like seven, 16, seven, 17, seven. um, You know. Yeah. We were, we were pretty, pretty on on spot with our 720, 720. seven so like, and then down big hills we'd go down to like 701 and it also looks like through each 60 interval we got faster as the interval went on which is kind of cool yeah like it's always nice to kind of finish your interval on a strong high note versus slow down if you're massively slowing down through your run interval you're probably running for too long you should think about cropping your intervals short but yeah. so it's cool is like even yeah those shoes like even though they're not a carbon and they're not the high like again there's like they have a carbon three they have two layer levels of carbon with that model yeah. and then a level that's just a nylon and then another level and this one still felt very fast you can still you know run some 715 720 kind of, pace kind of interesting though they do run a half to a full size small yes so you want both- to size up both Sarah and Naomi generally run in a nine and a half. They both tried on nine and a half. They were too small. Yep. They went up to, now they didn't have tens in the store, so I just brought them ten and a halfs for both. They felt great. They both wore the ten and a halfs. We're like, these feel amazing. They both ran in them today. The sizing is fine. We actually compared them to the ten and a half Kinvara, and there's a noticeable, especially yeah. between the two and the three, or the two and the Kinvara. It's it's a it's, full size difference. It, yeah, it's like a centimeter. The two, the, the two was definitely the nine and a half. I would say the I would say the um, the three, the Endorphin Speed three, is probably closer to a ten versus a. You know what I mean? Like yes, yeah, they're like a little more close in size. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, that comes back to like. You might want to go to a store and try on your shoes instead Absolutely. of just ordering. But if you know what you like and you can order or you want to try a shoe in in a you know one that you haven't seen before, try going to Fidipides website, yeah. Jeff's website, and and ordering a pair of the shoes that you want because yeah, he actually has the pricing are ten dollars less. We were so surprised than like our other normal big box stores that we order from. Yeah, so I was shocked. I was really really shocked. Yeah, I actually picked up another pair of Kimbara. They're the Kimbara Thirteens, which. I only have one pair of the Kinvara 13s, and they're my Boston's. And oh. um, so all the other ones that I've been running in are still Kinvara 12s, and the 14 just launched. So, yeah, yeah. and amazingly, yeah, everything was like $10 less at Jeff's store without any discount. And like we said, we'll get you guys some kind of discount for pod it's discount. Coming. It's coming, definitely, yeah. um, definitely coming. And so the race today, we did not remember to film during the race. We Barely, like, we're ready to start the race when it yeah. started. We kind of um, left our room, got right to the start, dropped off bags. I know. I was still, like, futzing around with something when they were like, runners, get ready. Whoa. And I was like, oh, gosh, I need to put my gloves yeah. on. Yeah. But put away, put put away your away. phone. Your, yeah. Yeah. Because we were back in the room trying on different shoes. Yeah. <laughs> what am I to run And today? so the race, we kind of took it out. I was personally a little nervous when we were running, I was a little nervous until we were on the um, path around mile four. Like I was, I was very nervous until we were down in that section because I just didn't know if I was going to be able to keep it up. I was very winded, even though my heart rate wasn't super high just from the cold air. Yeah. So, and again, it was like, it's, you know, this is not an easy effort. Like we knew that was going to go, that was, the case going But I this. felt much better it as was, the race went on. Yeah. And there is this incredible, for all the hills, there's the best downhill right before you go down into the park. 
That was our 808 mile. Such a long downhill. Oh, God. It was, if I could just run down that hill, like, (laughs) if that hill was just infinity, and I just got to run down it and never had to run up it, it would be the best. That must be where we hit our our fastest pace of 633. It must be somewhere on that Oh, yeah. I, like, looked at our watch. I was like, we're going really fast. (laughs) But, yeah, like, this, so this was a replacement for, we had 10 by 1 mile repeats on the schedule this weekend. And I kept saying that to Liz. I was like, this is way better than going to the track. That was our other mantra. This is better than 10 by (laughs) 1. Because, like, how much more fun is it to go do a race, go do a destination race? Yeah. And, like, but, again, making sure you're not necessarily racing it. We didn't race it. No, no. It started to hurt. Probably at mile 12, I feel so like. So it's funny because we didn't race. And so our overall time was 157.40. 157.24 is our official. Oh. My watch had 157.20. Oh, but our great. official on the chip time was 157.24. Okay, that's incredible. So one. So two one, and a half minutes under goal. 157.24. While that was not a race, I think had we raced it, probably the best effort we could have done here would not be that much faster. Right. Maybe a 154, 153. 154, 155, like somewhere in there. Like there were little spaces, little like parts where we could have pushed. But I think the payoff, like I think it would have been really, really difficult still, even in the park at the end. Although I don't know. Yeah. So that is the, that was like kind of a downside. Although the park is so pretty. So pretty. It was worth it. But we kind of had a net uphill from miles for that like last section when we go into the park. But overall though, like the city is so cute. There's so many houses and like, there's just so much scenery to look at. And variation in the course too. Yeah. So you're on bike path, you're on roads, you're on kind of highway, you're on um, you're on a rail to trail. A rail to trail. You are down like a major road, like in yes, neighborhoods. In a, you're down like little neighborhood. You're roads. on a parkway, like the parkway and the Beltline. So the John uh, Lewis Parkway and then the Beltline were super duper flat, and those were in the middle. Yeah. But there were like hills bookending the course in the city, and then Piedmont Park, and so. Yeah. But they were, but they were so scenic and pretty, like the buildings and the like all the houses. I love oh, all the neighborhoods. And you pass this restaurant called barbacoa and it smelled so, so good. Or ta- yeah, taco, yeah, whatever it was. Bar, yeah, bar, bar, barbacoa. Smelled so good. It smelled really, really good. And yeah. usually smells on the course make Me- Naomi um, zombie. And, and I was no, like, that smells delicious. It smelled so good. Well, that was also something we did a little differently. It was a half marathon, and we did three Martins and some chews today, which... We fueled. We, we fueled, fueled well. We set, I set out, so I've, like, I'll bring three Martins on a half marathon, and I'll end up eating two of them. And so today, we were, like, probably not even into two miles yet, and I said, oh, I'm going to start fueling. And I think I'd even... Maybe you I had a couple two, chews. Two and, chews at the start. And, I, start. and I took a Martin um, early. I took a Martin, I think, in mile one. Yeah, and so we decided we're gonna fuel properly. Like that's yeah. we're gonna make that our you know part of our job today is to fuel properly because again you cannot do this. You cannot run these paces or any paces yeah. without proper fuel. And well, and if you if you want to still be strong at the end of these races, like you've got to fuel. You can't be, get to ten miles and go. Oh, it's only three left, and I'm not gonna take a gel. No. We were like at 10 miles. We're like, it's time for Martin. Let's go. Yes, exactly. Even though we're at 10 miles, sometimes I'll just like leave it in my pocket. And today I almost, because I couldn't get my fingers to get into my pocket because they were numb. Yeah. But I managed to get that Martin out and, and, well, and eat it at mile 10. We were even saying yesterday, we wish we had had fuel on the 5K course. Yeah. Because it was like a little bit of a walk to get to it. it we walked about two miles before yeah. the race because we had to go pick up our packets. We were kind of, you know, we had a lot to do. Yeah. But I'm reading um, Endure, Alex um, Hutchinson, which came out in 2018. I know I'm late to the game. But um, he talks about fuel and how, like, our, the human body is a furnace. And the, you know, we create a lot of heat. And so what, we're, what are we creating heat with? Well, with what we eat. So in, which, you know, it's an unfortunate side effect is that we're heating up while we run. Or maybe it's fortunate when it's 27 yeah. degrees out. But Definitely you're fortunate. essentially, you know, essentially what he, the um, ratio is that we're using 
um, like per every 100 calories we consume, we're using 25 calories to actually fuel ourselves and 75 calories are creating heat, radiant heat. Oh my gosh. Well, that was good today because it was <laughs> we needed some so heat. cold. It was so cold. But there were, it was weird. So at times we were like, oh, it's very hot. And then the wind would blow and we were like, nope, not hot. Very I good. S- I swear the sun feels hotter down here. That's why they call it Hotlanta. Like <laughs> the sun, I feel like we're closer to the equator or something because the sun, when it would come out, even though yeah. 27 degrees, the sun felt so warm. It did. It did. It Even felt on, very, yeah, very warm. like my legs would get warm, but it was, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. It, was, it was just great. Like, I'm, and weather's a gamble. Like, I you feel can never so accomplished it. too. Like, oh, I feel yeah. like very, very good. Like, this feels like really like my first race back since the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Like the first race where I've done like something that like I feel good about. Like, yeah. Even though I did Boston, that's so funny because, in 2022. Like, because you haven't like you haven't worked really hard in those other races. Yeah. And it's like because you chose not to, and that's okay yeah. too. But like this was we had to work. Although I feel <laughs> a little like bit. It's still body wise. I feel the same as I did if I ran. A marathon like I did in Boston, like right. It actually didn't it, feel that bad, right? Because like the efforts were kind of probably pretty similar, like an easier marathon versus what we did today and a half, like very very similar. Right. Still not at like peak effort. Yeah. Oh, not at all. So. Like it, we still didn't race it. I still felt I felt really good. Yeah. Like to and the I, point of like being like you were like we should you know slow it down. Like you didn't want me to go out and. Well, there were, too fast. there were times, like, because I knew, I knew the end would, like, would, would, would we'd have to save something yeah, for the yeah. end. So, and I, I just knew, like, we, we got to, like, keep it reined in. Rain it in. Have time. Like, that's, that's kind of the trick of the half is, like, you don't want to make your move before too mile early. 10 or 11. Like, you want to make your move right about mile 10 in a half marathon. It's this, just like in a full marathon, they say it's a 20-mile warm-up with a 10K race. Yeah. I even think it's more like, a, you know, a 23.1 with a 5K race at the end. Yeah, or, that's where it starts to get hard. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's that's really a half marathon. You have to, you can't make your move too early. You can't make your move at mile 7, 8 or nine because it's yeah. just like that's too soon. It's gotta feel chill before yeah. then. And a lot of times you'll either there's a couple ways it'll go. You'll either go out too fast, mile one, two, or way too fast, or that's where I will mile six, seven, eight. I will be starting to feel so good, and yep. yeah, that's when. But yeah, to be careful because you yeah. still have a you'll long way to go. You'll still burn. You'll still burn too hot. Yeah. Um. It's funny. I have never regretted starting a race slow. I yeah. have regretted starting too fast, but I've never, and there are times there, I mean, to be fair, there have been some races where I'm like, I took that out fast and I'm so glad I did. Right. There have been the, those That times. was the strategy or that was like the, like, you know, go out fast and hold on as hard as you yeah. can. Sometimes that's the strategy. I mean, but that was definitely my strategy in Chicago 2017 because the weather, it was supposed to get really hot. And so I like talked, I texted with Jeff and I was like, I was like, listen, like, I'm not going to be able to run a negative split tomorrow. It's going to, like, at this time, it's going to be this t- this temperature, but I'm going to have about two hours of decent weather. So I was like, what do you think if I go out and try to PR the half marathon and then hold on? And he was like, sounds great, Liz. Go for it. <laughs> Which is <laughs> like a crazy plan. But that's also, but that's, I'm not sure Jeff would say that to, ev- to just any right. runner. Like, that's like he knows definitely, you. he knows me. He knows that, like, like uh, my hold on is not, like, die to a 205. My right. hold on is, like, run a 155 or at the time. So, right. like, you know, he knew, like, okay, if she if she can just hold on, she'll be fine. Like, it's not die to, you know, it's really the difference, I think, more between, well, at the time, it was, like, the difference between an 815 and uh, 850 yeah. versus a difference between an 815 and an 11. <laughs> right. Like most, like a most people, like me, like most people, when you, you know, if you go out too fast, you're going to die pretty hard and you're going to be in those, you know, three, four minutes slower than you thought. Right. Or than you were at the beginning. So it's, yeah, there's always, you got to really think about strategy and, and, and there is no, no such thing as like, and you have too to slow. know your own body too. Yeah. Yes. That's the point of it. With the, is five, like, with the half or a full, with, you, you with have all, time. With all, yeah, even even with a ten miler or ten k, you've got you've got a little bit of time. I've never regretted starting slower. I have regretted going out faster more times than I haven't. Like 
definitely depends on weather as far as like the race strategy. I even think on a hot day, like I don't think I'd ever regret going out slower and just chilling and having a fun time. Yeah. You know? Totally. I mean, because it's fun to run. And if it's not fun, then don't go. Don't show up. If you're not having fun, like, take a break. Like, don't yeah. run the race. If you're dreading it and you're like, this isn't going to be fun. I'm not going to have fun. I, I won't like this. Then, like, then, then it's not. Then you then, shouldn't go. Then waste waste the entry and find something that you are excited about. Yeah. And most of the time, it's going to be the opposite where we show up and the excitement we just yeah. we want to like burst off the starting line. I'm just, yeah, but. I'm just so excited that that we were able to hit our goal because it was it was pretty crazy to put that out there. And yes, like, it's not just crazy that we set it right. So we set this goal of a sixty thirty sub two. We we set it, and then we told everyone we were gonna. Do yeah, it. we put it on the pod is how we. And set we're like, it. we're gonna do it. We're we, gonna be. We're gonna be amazing. We're no, we it. spitballed it on the pod. We didn't set it per, like and say let's. I think this is a good idea. We were on the pod and just said maybe we could do that. And, and then all of a sudden we're telling we're like, everybody oh, we're doing that we it can now. Do it. <laughs> we're doing it. We don't. There's no going back. And there's yeah. there's two, yeah there's two sides to that. Sometimes it's great to put your goals out there because then you have first of all you have everyone cheering for you. And yeah. they're like, you know, everyone knows that like, yes, you're doing this and I'm going to come root for you. And then there's also the other side of like, you put it out there and if, if you don't make your goal, it might really disappoint you. So, but here's the thing. If you don't make your goal, it might really disappoint you. However, everybody who's rooting for you, what they're going to say, so proud of you. They're, what they're going to say is, ah, oh, I was rooting for you and I bet you can do it next time. Yeah. Right. And so remember that when you're afraid to share your goals, just remember, it's how, how you choose to look at it is how it is looked at. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't worry about what other people are judging, right? Because I like to tell everybody my goals all the time because here's what happens. If I'm working, if I say, oh, I'm going to go do this, and then people ask me like three or four months later, oh, how's it going? I go, ah, oh, you know, thanks for the reminder. I haven't been working on that for a while, but you reminding me of it like reminds me that I need to get back to work on it. Or my other answer is you know, I've actually pivoted. Here's what I'm working on now. Right. There's no negativity in either of those statements. That's true. It's just a friendly reminder. Like, there's no judgment. Like, all, like, most of the time, judgment and is perceived internally due oh, to yeah. rejection, sensitivity, dysphoria, and not actually due to other people's well, intentions. Most of the time, nobody cares about your finish times except yeah. you. Yeah. And so you're the only one who's putting this lens on it and being all like, you know, oh, if I don't do X, like no one would have cared. What yeah, we nobody cares today. what times you run at all unless, no. unless... You post all your times and all your runs are like 11 minute miles, and then all of a sudden you drop some like sub four marathon. Like, how did you do that? Like, how did you like coming out of the woodwork going, How did you do that? Yeah. I've been watching your training paces. I have no idea. Like, <laughs> I've been trying to do that. How did you do it? And I'm like, Yeah, but you're running nine minute miles. You're, you're just running. You got to run slower. You, you got to slow down. Yeah. So it's, it's the best. It's great. And it's just really, you know, yeah, you can. That's, it's a personal thing. Like keep your goals to yourself or put them out in the universe. And if you put them out in the universe, there's more likelihood that you're going to get them. And if you I, don't. I think there is, there is definitely something to saying it and attraction, like putting it out there with blind confidence and you can be like, I'm going to get this eventually. And when you don't do it, like I'm step closer because I'm going to, I'm going to get it eventually. Like it's going to happen. Yeah. So. And when, like when we were talking to Nate today, I mean, he's been working on a sub two for like more than, I mean, I don't know if he said it was 10 years or it was at least like at least five years. It was, it's oh years. Gosh. It's not something that. And watch the next time, watch the next time he runs a half, he runs like 151 yeah, or something ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. He said, yeah. he literally said it today. He was like, you know what? It's like Roger Bannister. I just have to know it's, I'm capable of it. Yeah. And then I break that barrier down. And so like, yeah, yeah that's how it is for a lot of people. And he's 42. Yeah. And so like, it's not like you're, you're going to get older and slower by default. Like you still, no. you can certainly tap into it and you can also like faster as a master. Yeah. And you can just believe in yourself and work towards it. And it's still going to come true at some point. And so I got to tell you, give up on it. I got to tell you like time goals are not everything. Sometimes you got to exactly. go out there and figure out a different goal and just have fun. Like I'm so glad that we were able to do this 60, 30 PR, which we're right. calling it a PR because it is, that's what it feels like to us. It, it feels does. like a personal record, even though we were looking 
Um, yeah. Naomi's half PR is a 141. Uh, yeah, 141.43, I think. And mine's at 142 flat. Right. So those are our, ha- so our, those are our actual are PRs. More than 15 minutes faster than today. And yet... But today feels like a bigger celebration. Yeah, it does. Like, it, because it was something that we didn't know if we could achieve in Especially the way we did it. fitness, in the way that we did it, like, on a hard course. Like, yes, all of those factors. It feels like a, a comeback PR. It really yeah. does. Yeah, it's Sorry, really exciting. Burped and it's not that. No, it's real. So yeah, <laughs> but it's it's just really exciting. And again, yeah. like yeah, putting it if your time goals or your maybe maybe again it's time per decade, time per this that the other. Like it doesn't have to be reset your goals with every birthday, Re- right? <laughs> or reset and your re- PRs for every birthday, or do like, it differently. Like you know, look at how can I do this differently. And so, yeah, yeah, that's what we're doing right now. Oh, it's so fun. But back to Jeff's half, like, I definitely recommend this. I would recommend this half to any to any and everyone. There's so many hotels, so it's so easy to get by. Yes. Midtown is where it starts, so you're able to it's convenient. stay, like, right by the start yeah. line. It's we were easy, less than two blocks from the start this and morning. And an easy, easy walk back like from minutes. the park. Yeah. Um, after the race, and the park is so beautiful. Had it been warmer... We probably would have hung out in yeah. like outside at the park, sit in the grass. But the the VIP experience has an amazing indoor area, so that's definitely worth it too. And really um, yummy food. Yeah, it was it was awesome. And then there's an indoor area that anybody can stand in too, like yes. where you can see Jeff and um, get your pictures done. It was it was just so great, and there were so many great snacks. So many yeah. great snacks at the end of the race. Now, I really did need a chip stop at mile like seven or eight. We're going to have to start just brand chips. Yeah. Every run It's going to be Although, chips. Although, there was one mile marker sign, and I'm sure it was just misplaced on accident. There was one mile marker sign that was misplaced. Way and I was place. like, it was like at um, six and a half instead of seven. It was the seven mile marker. And I was like, I was like, should we go get it? Should we bring it to where it's supposed to be? I know. And I was like, oh gosh. Like, and that fuck. happens in every, like in a lot of races. Yeah. But like, yeah, overall though, it's a great. But GPS worked amazing here yeah. too. Surprising for a city run. Yeah, we didn't Perfect have a long GPS. Perfect GPS. Yeah. But I mean, that's what you expect from Jeff Galloway. You yeah. expect a perfectly measured race yeah because he is olympian this matters this yeah and oh and yeah that's another thing so the olympic torch from the 1986 atlanta games is in jeff's store fitipities jeff's um kit that he raced in 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 the um uh, munich right the munich um olympics in 72 is in the store yeah um atlanta the atlanta track club is the second largest second to uh new york road runners the second largest uh, you know, running club in the country. I mean, Atlanta just is a like running hub. Yeah. It's a running hub. So it's a great destination if you are just like, if you love the running community I and mean, you want to check it out. We're considering the peach tree. Oh, we've got to do Not peach this tree. year because you'll be on vacation. Yeah. But the peach tree 10 miler at some point. 10, uh, 10K. 10K. It's the biggest, biggest 10K in the country. I've, yeah, I've wanted to do it for years. It's, yeah. It is 4th of July. So I'm worried about the heat, but it's, it's got to be an experience to like, yeah. To see because of like the the sheer I mean it used to be sixty five thousand runners. That's crazy. That's an insane number of people. So it's just like Atlanta's a great I mean they I do the Olympic a trials lot, here. A lot so. of super shoes. Yes. I, I was actually thinking about the trials marathon and all the hills. Like could yep. you imagine do coming it. to do the Olympic trials marathon here with all of those hills? I know. After getting like an OTQ at a place like CIM, like a net right. downhill with small That's rollers. probably why they do it here because then it cuts out all the, you know, people can't cut it. Like you, you yeah. got to be able to handle some crazy hills. You know who I bet can handle it? Like really, like I know that she just did, I, I know that like, you know, she's getting older because she's closer to our age, but like I bet Kira D'Amato could yeah. like crush this course. Oh, Kira, like, Yeah. Like I know, didn't yeah. she did run it here, right? Did she? Yeah, I think she did. She must. But like then well, she got an even better she? shape because she did because she broke the record at Houston. So I don't know that was oh, in January. I don't know. So, we'll have to look year. that up. But we'll yeah, have to look that just, up. But like this is like crushing, and she runs really fast in Richmond. So. Yeah, it's it, yeah the hills are reminiscent of like Richmond, but even more hills. And you were it's, saying Raleigh. It's like Raleigh. Like so, I've run the I ran the first year and the second year of the Rock and Roll Raleigh, and this course reminded me a lot of like running through, like you run through like the neighborhoods and NC State. It really reminded me of yeah. that. 
So yeah, and it's just I love scenic courses like this. It's so yeah. it's so pretty, like to run around the city and to see a different place. Yeah, um, and to see a city in a check different way. Check off a state and check off a state, and yeah, yeah, see a city like we see it from like you know the Uber, but we don't we, like to see it on yeah. foot. It's super. Oh, cool. it's the best way to tour a new city. Yeah, is on foot for sure. Yeah, and um and so I was looking at the course um before the race. I was a little concerned about course cutters. But I don't think that there were any because it was while you're actually out there, you don't notice that there's a place to cut the course, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. I hate it's so disheartening when you're out there and you're seeing the fast runners come back at you or things like that. And this way, it was just, yeah. it was really, really great. And they had 5K, 10K, and 15K splits, which was really nice. Yes. Too. Yeah. They have the splits so that they're, you know, there's, there's timing mats, which means that like it's less likely that people are car- course cutting. And yeah. And you didn't have too many, like, yeah, you didn't really have any out and backs. You saw people on the other side, like a little bit from a distance. So once in a while, we try to glimpse over, oh, is, is it a two hour group over there? We're looking for our friends. And so. Yeah. Other than that, though, like, it didn't feel like you were running the same location more than once. Right, like, right. And so it didn't feel, like, monotonous at all. Nope. It was amazing. It was all different. The entire Like, you felt like you were really seeing different areas of the city. So. Yeah. So, well, with that, I think that's our recap. We're probably going to have more to say, but, like, I'm feeling a little fatigued at the moment. <laughs> it's um, been a long couple of days in Atlanta. It's been a long Atlanta. couple of days, but we're so excited that we were able to so come happy. and run here so happy and thrilled and we hope that next year you will join us in Atlanta to run yes. this race again but you can also still get the amazing medals and you can yes. run this race virtually um on a flat course instead wherever you want or you can find a hilly course um, and the you, shirts are really nice. The shirts are amazing. Yeah. They're so soft. The medals are huge. And the double G, if you do both, it spins. It's, it's so it's cute. It's so great. It's definitely amazing. The shirts are the best race shirts I have ever I, gotten. They are. So why we love them so much, they're cotton. They're, they're, te- they're, they're poly cotton blend. They're poly cotton. But they're not but like they're, technical. No, they're co- they're cozy they're and cozy. soft. And like we'll wear them all the time shirts. So yeah. that's awesome. And like you could probably still run in them. Like yeah. um, Sarah actually, because it was cold, she wore yeah. um, a base layer underneath and ran in one of the um, the Fidipides store long sure. sleeve Yeah, shirts, like a poly cotton so. blend. So... Yeah, so you go to jeffgalloway131.com and use code AMBASSADOR23 to get 10% off. And you can still register for the virtual. And remember, like, your registration or donation goes to help keeping this race going. And yeah. um, and it needs to keep going because this was, I mean, this rivals Disney as far as an, an experience. And Disney mm-hmm. is big and has a lot of, like, right. awesome things. But this is just... It's so for runners. It is. It was the running you community. This is exactly what the rest of runners want yes, their exactly. marathon to be. Exactly. For it runners, for, by, by runners. runners, for runners. It is everything you want as a runner. Yeah, exactly. And if you're obviously like a Galloway fan, it gives you the the accessibility to come meet Jeff. Yeah. Meet Which Jeff. Is just take pictures with Jeff. Talk to Jeff. He's fan a, girl he's, over Jeff. <laughs> he's the sweetest man in the world. He is. Have him sign your books and like go off with some new like spirit from Jeff because he just like oh, just, what he puts when he out gives is, a like, thumbs up world. and he says yeah you got it it's you, just, it like makes you so happy yes because you can do it he says you can do it you can all the do time it. oh you he's can the best. do it well with that we're gonna say goodbye um you can support the podcast by going to rungallowaygirls.com slash shop you can also shop at beautycounter.com slash rungallowaygirls Support us and like, share, subscribe anywhere the podcasts are, and which you are already listening to this, so you know that. <laughs> <laughs> but we love you all. But Thank we, you we for listening. You Thank you. Yeah, we really, really appreciate and the support. It was so amazing getting to meet so many listeners this weekend. So I know. You guys are just the Aww. best. And we will see you on Wednesday. Yay. Bye. Bye.